Football debates, hot takes, and analysis our way. With compas and a carne asada, this is Football Asada. Welcome home. Just walk out real quick. What's up, boys? Welcome, bro. Welcome back. Another episode of Football Asada. I'm going to introduce my guys. First and foremost, you know Football Asada Cruz back. Chris, I can see your heart broken. I can see it in your eyes still, bro. And the other Chivas fan in here, I want to introduce my boy, George. What's up, George? How are you, man? How you doing, bro? Tamo Chivas, still. <laughs> Hold on. If you guys have not noticed yet, he's back. He's back. He's back. What's up, Garrett? You guys remember the bets on the clips? If not, we'll flash your clip right here of what we're talking about. Why, why is he in a mask right now? Yeah, you know what? We'll do that. We'll flash that clip. And this is a big hater energy right here. If America wins, you have to have I love Henry Martin and Penn on your forehead next time we record. <laughs> if Chivas wins, you're going to have to find a goat mask to wear for an entire podcast. So you just have a goat mask on with a Chivas jersey. Yeah, I think Goodwill has some Chivas jerseys. So I'll go there. Let's start off, Gary. You can you can reveal yourself. The Americanista himself in a Tigres jersey. That, that's insane. Level. You spent money just to hate on Chivas. That's insane. Let's do this because this is a customary. Now we're going to do the drip check, and we all got jerseys on. But I'm going to start with the biggest hater in the room. Garrett, tell him, bro. Right here. Flex on him, bro. I had to do it, man. Tigres jersey right here. The beautiful gold and blue. I'm looking like Gignac right here with the beard and everything like that. Dripped out. Five rings on my finger. Life is good. Chivas Las is an America win. So this is, it, it was, it was awesome. That's true hater energy if I've ever seen any. Chris, I don't, I don't know why you don't have a Chivas jersey on. We're not, I'm not thinking about Chivas anymore. Bro. I'm thinking about the selection now. Like, I'm not thinking about three now. Time to move on. Damn, bro. It took you a day? It's like it took ripping off a band-aid. You just got to get it over with. George, you kissed the jersey, bro. Let's see. Yeah. What do you? Let me see. What jersey do you have? I have the Chivas jersey, the home one. My name on the back. I don't know if you can see. Flag in the background. And I'm, I'm so grieving. It's hurting. Hurting real bad. Don't know what to do. Step one is denial, you know? Yeah, yeah. Those are the, <laughs> the stages of grief. You guys will get it back. Honestly, Chivas are building up. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But let me go with myself. I, I ask, I implore, I ask all you Mexicans, everyone who follows Liga Mex, Support my club this week. We need to put on, bro. We can't let MLS win. I can't, especially cannot let fucking LAFC win under any circumstances, bro. It depends on how, how you're acting during this pod, bro. Divide the fire tomorrow. <laughs> depends what you say about Chivas. But look, we have the game of all games. This game is so important for my club. And we're gonna we're gonna take it this Wednesday. So uh, I don't know. I, I might have to play that same song uh, as the intro for next week. If we, lose it. we haven't been playing that all over TikTok. All right, boys, let's get into it. The Liga MX final. That what a final, man. I mean, I, uh, first of all, th this is evidence number one why there should only be one leg finals. Do you guys do you guys give a shit about the first leg? I I agree because like the, there's no there's no benefit of having two legs because if the first leg is a blowout. That means the second leg is not exciting because it's already like over with. And if the first and if the first leg is just boring and it's like zero zero like it was, then it's pointless too. 
I think it's better just to have like one epic final, like the Champions League final. You know how there's two legs the whole way, and the Champions League final is only one game. I think that'd be the best way to go. Yeah, I agree, Loki. Like last year and this year are prime examples of that. Last year, that no, last season, then Pachuca destroyed the Luca in the first game. Like they destroyed him in the first game, and and then this this season we tied zero zero in the first game. Like the first game is it's pointless. They just focus on the second game. Not only was it zero zero, it wasn't even really like exciting to be honest with you. One chance from each team, just one, and that was on purpose because strategically with two legs, like it, like what Chivas did, they just put five in the back and they were completely fine. Ended up ended up biting them. But I I just don't I don't see that changing to be honest. Like there's just yeah. so much money, so much viewership. Yeah. In both legs, like from a competitive standpoint, fan standpoint, I think one game would be perfect. But you know, the FMF they don't care about that. Hey man, and and the, the numbers back it up. I think the I read right before this that the viewership for yesterday's match was around three thirty point four million. That's insane. Liga Max has to be one of the biggest leagues in the U.S. And I'm talking across all sports because thirty point four million is crazy. I think that's more than the NBA Finals. If I'm being honest, but there's like a bunch of a bunch of overreactions that happened. A lot, a lot of, a lot of conclusions that you can make from yesterday's game. I think, uh, I think, I think you have the topics. Hi, what was the topic? Let me hold on. Let me drink some more Chivas tears. All right. Oh, hey, oh, we, ain't, we ain't going for long. <laughs> yeah, you were waiting. All right. We Let's go to the first topic. If you guys lived in LA, you would not, you guys would not tolerate LAFC either. But okay, is the first one is the big elephant in the room. They've won eight titles now, one Conca champions, and they've all done it in recent years in the torneos cortos. You guys need to tell me, boys, is it time to start calling Tigres a grande del, uh, of football mexicano? Are they considered a grande, bro? Eight titles. That's that's more than Pumas, two less than Toluca, and the same as León. What do you guys think? I guess I'll go first. I, I would say yes, because not only is it eight titles, but the fact that most of them are recent, and let's be honest, like things that happen more recently, they're, they just mean more. It's more relevant. Like no one's, no one, No one is ever going to tell you that the fucking World Cup that Uruguay won in 1950 is means more than the one that Argentina just won. Like, it, whatever happens now, like, yeah, they're both one World Cup title, but whatever happens now is more relevant. And all of Tigres' titles, like I said, have come, like, like within the, what, the last, like, well, I mean, the, most of them have come recently since Guignac got there. So, like, that's one reason. I think, like, the, the timing of their titles. Two, I think you need, like, club legends, and I think, like, the Guignac is a now like a club legend like uh, Paton Guzman like I think they have the legends to justify you might you could argue you know, the greatest ex-time handle of all time in the Liga MX and then also uh, to add to another thing they I think they're the only Mexican club ever to make the final of the club world cup when they beat Palmeiras a few years ago they are the only Mexican so club. I would say yes so my, my version would be like yes they get this Argonne and it's either now there's five grandes or you have to kick either probably Pumas out to be honest with you George Garrett, what do you guys what do you what do you guys take on that, man? Oh, thank you. I think he said it perfectly. It's just it depends on why you consider a, a grande, you know? Because if it's titles, Toluca should be in the conversation. They got ten. Definitely. And Pumas has seven. Pumas what has Pumas done in the recent history? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. And they still consider it a grande. So I mean, yeah, if you're talking about grandes, Tigres, Toluca, you can even talk about Rayados. There's teams like that that could be in the conversation for that. And then Azul, I don't know what they've done either recently, except for that one title. Yeah, that exactly. Really, they're like everyone considers like aren't the Cruz Azul one of the four grandes, and they won one title like in twenty something years. I think our, I think what Tigres has done like over the last ten is way surpassed that. Like whatever Cruz Azul has done. Gary, you're wearing the Tigres jersey. 
What do you think, man? Let, you got all, let me see all those stars on that crest. What do you think? All those. Oh my goodness. Damn. <laughs> a Tigres fan since uh, 2023. <laughs> May 28th, 2023. Of course. But uh, I mean, so so what are the credentials? I think popularity, respect. Uh, you guys were talking about accomplishments. So considering those three things, I think 100% Tigres should be considered Equipo Grande. Uh, the popularity has grown. Uh, especially even internationally since they brought in Gignac over the past couple of years. Um, and like you were mentioning at the very beginning, eight total championships, uh, six in the last 12 years. Um, yeah, I think 100% uh, equipo, uh, equipo Grande for sure. And, but I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't put Toluca in there. I think Ooh. Cruz Azul, Chivas, Copa America, and Tigres now. Yeah, that's fair. Almost. I think... <laughs> yeah, we're rocking the Pumas out on it. Yeah, I'm down to knock off Pumas. I mean, how long are Pumas gonna ride on the on the uh, vibes and popularity wave? It's just not. It it's, doesn't it's, do anything. It's their jerseys, bro. Their jerseys make them relevant. Literally, like just the logo and that's it. I mean, yeah, you just can't knock Tigres off their roll, man. I mean, it it's crazy to think that they've done so much and like compared to other clubs, such a short amount of time. I mean, right? America, they call themselves El Mas Grande, and they've won one title since 2018. That's crazy to think that Tigres since then have won two Liga MX titles uh, and a Conca champions. So, you know, that's a super successful club. And, uh, I mean, you know, Tigres also has the money to, to you know, afford a crazy amount of players. But so does Real Madrid, and they're considered the biggest club in Europe, you know. And I, I'm not comparing Real Madrid to Tigres, but... Uh, for a Mexican club to go out and, and put themselves on the map like that, attract not only Guignac, but also he didn't work out, but Florian Tauben, and they call them uh, Champion del Mundo uh, in, in Liga MX. It's crazy. Um, and and I think Tigres are more and more on the step to becoming recognized worldwide. I mean, playing a Club World Cup final against Bayern and only losing 1-0. And now coming here, uh, beating Leon in 2019 and then beating uh, Chivas again in El Acron yesterday. Uh, I don't see any. I see way more arguments as to why they are a grande than why they shouldn't be one. Yeah, I, I just even like this. This year was weird. Like honestly, they shouldn't have even been. No. Like they shouldn't have won this year, considering no. considering all the coaching changes. Like they were having so many troubles. Like complete inability to score. The aging stars, but they come in the seventh seed, I think, and then yeah, they beat Toluca, their rivals, and then ultimately. Um, the little cheap oh, no, like honestly like uh, uh, adding on to that if you would have told me what two months ago a team that were eliminated um in the ccl that 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 drew against the honduran team motagua like in the ccl like they're losing to mazatlan at home they're losing to like like they're drawing against queretaro diego Linas and cordova were like awful and everyone wanted them out to like Two months, like two months later, they're both starting in the final, and they're lifting the trophy. Like it makes it makes like no sense. It's a uh, the ultimate roller coaster year, but they got it done, bro. Like so, I don't know. It's the magic of La Liguilla. <laughs> that is the magic of La Liguilla. And to think their coach got nabbed by the Mexican national team. I think they were so salty about that. They were pissed that that uh, Diego Coca decided to just bounce out. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. But we then this boys, this is a tale of two cities here. We got Tigres on one on one side, cementing themselves possibly as one of the grandes of Liga Max in recent times, 
And on the other side, I don't think it's as, it's as dark. It's as bleak as it seems to be. Let's let's talk about the losers here. Leon? We're going to talk about Leon? Oh, hold on, let me drink some more tea. <laughs> We're going to talk about America now? Let's talk about the guys who couldn't hold the 2-0 lead. Let's talk about the Warriors uh, of um, Liga Mex. Let's talk about the new Cruz Azul. No, I'm just playing. I almost thought. Let's talk about let's talk let's talk about Chivas. Let's talk about that. What what Paunovic has done in a year, what Hierro has done in a year, and if this is the beginning of something great for Chivas, because we can't just look at it as like they lost the final and they suck. Next next year they're going back. I mean, Paunovic and Hierro have shown that they've built something concrete, and it seems like Chivas fans themselves have a sense of identity again. Um. So what do you guys think? Is this is this a dynasty? Is this telling of a good future for Chivas? I'm gonna let George go first because he got the Chivas. Thank you, thank you. Honestly, I think we're in a good path. Like I know we lost the final. It was just strategically we lost the game. We had the lead first game, first half, first half. We played so well, ruined in the second half. And I think it's just a one game thing. I think what Hierro and Panovic are building is something that's gonna be really great because we didn't have a ninth the whole season. We had Ronaldo Cisneros, the player that. Scored, what, three goals the whole season. Daniel Rios has scored four goals in, like, 30 games in the MLS. Scored one goal, one lucky goal against Pumas for us. Uh, Alexis Vega was, he didn't do much this season. Like, Pocho, honestly, did a lot for us at the beginning and then started ghosting. So, like, we have a, a team, we have a squad of players that know how to play together that don't depend on individuals like Alexis Vega. So, in my opinion, if we just get some good transfers, we will do well next season. Like a nine, without a doubt, a nine. We need a nine. Yeah, I think uh, I definitely think the future is a uh, like we we did lose, but I think the future is like is bright. I think we do have like a dynasty in the making because if you look at it, like everything that George was just saying right now, we got to the final and it wasn't like we pulled like a Tigres where we were like a low seed and we were just upsetting like getting kind of like I guess hot at the right time. No, we were good all year. We were like thirty four points, most points I think since two thousand four. Um, again, like we're like consistently all year. We make the final. We beat both of our rivals, and this is like again without a starting striker. We had Macias injured before the season. Like again, uh, he'll be back. I think. I think he'll, he he might be solid next year, depending on when when he comes back. But anyway, we didn't have a nine, and then to be honest, I don't. We didn't really make like any like besides Bocho Guzman, who ended up being like better than I could have expected at least like as a whole of the season. We didn't make like any superstar like additions to like, like, I don't think we made like any star, but like, and we were still able to like to make the final. And most of our, if you look at most of our, our like key players, Alexis Vega, Alan Mosso, like, uh, Chiquito Rosco, Pocho Guzman, they're like all, and like Macias when he's going to come back, like, even Bihol Varado, who had always bagged on, but yesterday he scored a Golazo. I can't, that's why I got to give, give him credit. They're all like, they're all kind of like relatively young. They're like entering their prime. Like, they're like, in their, between 24 to like 26 like they're gonna be like good for years to come and then you add on top of that that the fact that the the tapatio fc were like a lot of players like were like they just they literally just won the mexican second division yeah they do they just wanted to set the mexican second division and they're like uh, basically a u23 team so like if we can get like good like canteranos like to mix with like the current score that we have maybe like adding one or two stars like to come to the liga mx I don't know. I'm just throw this out there. Like, why not? Why not bring in Tegatito, bro? Tegatito is like thirty. Whoa, like, bring in Tegatito. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait, that's our forward, bro. 
bro, 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 bro. Um, I like that. I like that. I like the sound of that. As a Mexican, I cannot allow that. I'm sorry. And 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 I've been seeing on Twitter today that Luis Chavez might be heading to Chivas. Oh, that'd be that'd be a good move if he can't get a move to Europe. Chavez and and uh, well, actually, they they already learned in Pachuca. Chavez and and uh, Guzman. At the, yeah. At the well, but basically, yeah. Like all in all, I think like Chivas. Well, me and Jorge are saying I think that that's why Chivas had the bright future. Yeah, we took the L, but like for this to have happened in the first first season under Bonovich is like super impressive. So. I feel you. And sadly, this hurts coming from me, but I do think Chivas are on the right path. But, like, we, there was so much hype going into this game from Chivas fans. Like, I think we were even putting videos, like, on our fucking social media page about, oh, is a dynasty coming? And I'm like, oh my God, dude, like, <laughs> win the fucking championship first. So, so a dynasty is not coming, but they are on the right path. Uh, like I said, they found success, or like you guys said, they found success with a year one coach, young roster. Um, but that, that, that's kind of the question I have for you guys actually is like, who would you like to sign like realistically? Cause I've even heard rumors of like Acevedo, but like, do you need a keeper right now? I don't think so personally. So I actually want to hear like some legitimate like signings you would want to bring in and not Tecatito. Hey bro, don't rule it out. He's not going. So I, I'm oh, sorry. Can I, can I interject as a non-Chivas fan? Am I allowed to George? Yeah. yeah. yeah? Okay. Oh, I got the blessing. I think you guys do need a goalie. Contrary to, I'm gonna go against Gary here. I don't think Wacho Jimenez is a good enough goalie for Chivas. I heard Oscar Whaley or Wally. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Whaley, Wale. I don't know. The guy that plays in uh, Spanish second division. I think he's Sp- Spanish Mexican, Mexican Spanish. I think they're already talking to him. So between him and Acevedo, I think that'd be a perfect signing for Chivas. I don't see why not. Uh, and as terms of striker, I mean Chivas has done a pretty good job at bringing the Mexicans that they need to bring in. In terms of a striker, though... We're going to bring in Santi Jimenez, bro. Santi Jimenez. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. No, I, I, th- I think I think the big needs are definitely... I think we definitely need another center back, like another like central defender, another mid, and another, I guess, creative forward, and like a all-in-out... I, I don't know if we need a nine. The only reason I'm saying that... Like, we do, obviously, we need a nine. 100% we need a nine. But I'm saying, like, because I really, I still want to see what Macias can do under Paunovic. Because people, I think people, like, he was injured. He's been injured for, like, uh, like, yeah, more than a year. And pretty, like, serious injuries. But before his injury, well, when he when he came back from Getafe to Chivas, I don't know if people remember. I think he had, like, four goals in, like, his last, like, seven games. Like, and he was, like, and he was scoring as a sub. So, I'm like, he was kind of, like, getting into form again. And then he got obviously got injured. But, like, he scored in, like, when the Liguilla against Atlas. I believe that's the year they eliminated us. But, like, he was uh, he was kind of catching fire. And he was only 23 years old. And, like, if you look at his Liga MX numbers at, like, his age and, like, Santi Jimenez's age, when, like, Santi Jimenez, like, left Cruz Azul de Gura Feyenoord, like, Macias has, like, double the goals. Like, at the same age. Like, like some I want to see, like, what Paunovic can do, like, if, if, if uh, he can... He's still really young, man. I feel like people gave up on Macias way too early because of his run Getafe. But he can come into form at any time, honestly. But what what were the injuries again? It was single or both ACLs, I think. Dude, that's hard to come back from, honestly. Like double ACL and then being out of the sport for a year and a half. No, it's tough, but I mean he's he's young and honestly, I I'll, I'll let George go after this. I just want to chime this in though. Like Chivas, the custom in Chivas is to like you, you know, let your your players, your cantera come in. I mean, 
there's no reason why someone like Luis Puente or Sebastián Pérez Bouquet might not come in. And they're not going to be superstars off the bat, but yeah, hey, bring them out to the bench, give them, you know, dead dead minutes, maybe 15 minutes, 10 minutes a game. And who knows, you might have another J.J. Macias, another Chicharito in the works, you know what I mean? And I think Puente and, and Bouquet have played with Chivas at some point. Um, did one of, I think Bouquet scored already in Liga. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm actually surprised he's not with the first team. It was the one thing, the good thing that Leano did, the one good thing to beat that guy. But George, who are your signings, man? Personally, I I would not spend money on a goalie at first. Watcho, I've said it since the beginning of the season. I've I've known Watcho for like not personally, of course, cause you know what? But I've seen I've seen him play in like yeah when in like Copa Mekis when it was a thing back then. He would pl- he would play for Chivas when Tonyo Rodriguez was the starter, and he's a decent keeper. He just needs confidence. He'll make a mistake here and there, yeah, like every other keeper. But I feel like if we just give him confidence, he'll do his job. Just like in the final, he saved. Good shots, like that one Gignac shot, and it, he went he went insane. And then there's some games where he goes insane, and just confidence is key. And then for our back line, I think we're pretty solid. I would not mind bringing a youngster to replace Poyo. He's saying Poyo's like on the other, other other side, but I would spend money first of all on a, a strong CDM to play with Nene Beltran, a strong one like a Chavez, and then on nine because I like Macias, but he's been injured for years now. Ever since Getafe, he's been on and off, on and off, on and off. And ATL injuries are bad, so I'm I'm hoping the best one for him. And if we don't bring a nine and he heals like correctly, I would not mind bringing Puente as a sub and not buying a nine. Just put Macias up there and Puente as a sub. Other than like a strong CDM and a a good forward, I would just get some depth in the squad because we don't have any depth. Like as soon as the subs came in, nothing changed. Pavel Perez did nothing. Conejito is the only one, but he's like what at 32 now. We need some death. Lalo Torres, Flores, like those guys are not Chivas worthy. Like they're not Chivas quality. So I would get some death, a strong CDM, and a strong man. Um, I'm gonna throw you guys a name. I want to see your guys' live raw reactions for Chivas' new number nine and the most twisted signing that nobody will ever. No, that Raúl Jiménez, bro. That's what you're gonna say right now, <laughs> dude. Uh, I was gonna say that. <laughs> imagine Raúl Jiménez signing for Chivas. It is returned to League of Legends. Actually, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I'm just joking. I would, I wouldn't mind it. Like, like I think, uh, hey, I think, I, I think, I actually, I would actually even love it. You could even say because I know it'll piss off America fans that like one of their one of their own you know, kind of betrayed them to come join Chivas and retire at Chivas, bro. So it would look weird seeing him in that jersey. It remind me like of like Oribe Peralta when he went to Chivas. Like at the end of his career, it was just like weird. He did nothing. No, nah, yeah, he did absolutely nothing. Another another name out there, and like this is like obviously I'm I'm just making shit up, but another name that's in Europe right now that I could definitely see at Chivas, just because he's he has like he he's been he's been great in Europe, like I think he's been like very underrated, but he doesn't really play that much, and like he's already kind of like he's 27, 28, so he's like he's already been in Europe for like five years, so it's like he's he's been there, kind of done that. Is if we bring in like a midfielder like Eric Gutierrez, who was like a killer at Pachuca. I, th- I could definitely see him coming to Chivas for, like, a big money move. He said he wanted to leave. He said he wanted to leave yeah. next season. And I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he comes back to Liga MX. Because another thing that's, like, uh, my bad, well, one more thing. Another thing that kind of, like, affects his, uh, like, I'm not, like, trying to start a conspiracy, but, like, I do feel like if you're, like, on a bigger team in Liga MX, you probably get more national team attention than, like, if you're, like, not playing as much, even though you're in Europe, like, in a really good team. So I feel like maybe he's, like, if he wants to, like, be considered like 
like up there for the national teams. Like, oh, if I'm going to a Chivas team who's probably look, their future looks bright, they're probably going to be competing. Um, and a lot of national team players are probably going to start coming from Chivas. Like, that could be me. Like, and I could be like the star of the team, the star of the show, you know? And he used to play with Pocho Guzman at uh, Pachuca. So there's a chemistry there, too. Eric Gutierrez might still stay with PSV because I think Van Nistelrooy just got uh, booted from the head coach position. And he was the reason why. Mm-hmm. He wanted to leave. He, I don't know if you guys seen that video of, of uh, Xavi Simmons and I forgot who else singing Peso Pluma. It looks like Eric Gutierrez is still having a blast oh, out there. <laughs> and, and another thing, though, isn't there like a... I'm pretty sure there's, a, there's like a, a partnership now with PSV and Chivas. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you never know. But it's supposed... Chris, no, it's supposed to be Chivas sending players to PSV, not the <laughs> fucking way around, please. <laughs> hey, why the fuck it? You know, I just, a, Peso Pluma used to be a striker. You guys could just sign him. But he's an outlast fan, bro. He's an outlast fan. Yeah, he'll, did you guys see it? He posted on uh, social media. Um, he on Twitter he quoted it and it was like a fucking meme. Like he was calling it like she was like a stupid team. Oh, what the hell? I'm about I'm about to I'm about to just take all his songs off my Spotify now. Yeah, bro. I'm sure I'm sure it'll hurt him, Chris. Um, speaking of sightings, speaking of sightings, let's get to this one specific guy who is under a lot of criticism. And for a split second, when she was winning two zero, it seemed like he was gonna be free of all that, but then. Think it is one, and we're back to the start drawing board. Let's talk about Alexis Vega, guys. Is he on the verge of being considered a failure? Is he already consi- being considered a failure? I mean, we're, we're this starts way back to when he had the offer to go to Wolves for six months, and he didn't take it. So let's start from there, and we fast forward now, and he still doesn't have a Liga MX title, and he's what twenty. 26? 25, I believe, yeah. So what what are we can what are we calling him? Is he still a young star or is he uh flop down trophies? I mean, I personally I don't think he's a failure yet. He's only twenty five. He did not have a very good season this season, but he got injured for like a good amount of weeks. And I mean I don't see him going to Europe anytime soon anymore. His le- his level is very low right now. But I mean, it all depends on next season, in my opinion. If he does a good job in the next season with a, a new rejuvenated Chivas team, then we can talk about it then when he's around 26, 27, that he won't be young anymore. He's He must be on his prime during those ages. So it all depends on next season, in my opinion. Yeah, I think to call him a failure is crazy because he's still a good player. So he's not, definitely not a failure. But I will say this, and I don't know if it's a hot take or not, I think it's proven now. Alexis Vega can't be your best, uh, can't be your best player or your best attacker in a team trying to win a championship, because the guy does not show up in big games, bro. Like, 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 like. I hate to say it, he does not show up in, in big games. Like, like as of right now, like people call him Petro Frio, and it's like you can't really, you can't really <laughs> defend it, bro. Like, you can't really defend it. I literally saw a a, a stat today that was in third. Uh, I don't, I don't. I don't think he's ever scored for Chivas in the Liga, or he has one goal for Chivas in the Liga ever. Or I think it was one or zero. I think it's it's zero. I have the same stat. Yeah, I saw he, that zero goals in the Liga. Right, that's one. I think he has one goal in thirteen games, like in Clasico goals against Atlas. Has never scored for uh, against America with Chivas. The last time he scored against America, he was with the Luca, like when he was like twenty, and it's like. This is like your big like name player, but this is like the guy that has to show up in the final. Like Guignac showed up for Tigres yesterday. I scored. I scored a penalty, obviously. And then like, like big big name players. Like this is like your moment to shine, bro. Like the second leg in your building, 
You have, you've had all this crazy, like even even a uh, even against America, bro. He he didn't lead the comeback against America. It was a uh, with like a like a, a lot of set piece goals, but like again, Alexis Vega like a no show, bro. And this is like not like a, a a new thing. This is like been going on since he got to Chivas, really. Like I I don't think you can like trust him as the guy until he like does it actually like that's that's my take yesterday's game like you have to like die in the field for chivas like you're in the final you want like i did not see that from alexis vega like you see that from Mosso. i did not see Mosso walk a single second in that game boy Risenio was killing himself the defense tiba sepulveda was killing himself alexis vega every time like he gets the ball play here and there pass the ball i just don't see that passion from him i don't know why like he's he's supposed to be the star of the team like the one guy the star of the team and i just don't see that passion I think we're all, we're we're all on the same page. And is he the highest paid player in the history of club? Uh, no, but that'd be a crazy stat. It is. I mean, that's true. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he is. Yeah, he might be the is highest he? paid player. What? Yeah. In the history of the club, you're telling me Alexis Vega paid more than Bofo Bautista, Ramoncito Morales, Omar Bravo. Right now, he shouldn't be getting paid more than Pocho. No, that's wild. And then, I mean, as a national team fan, I want him to move to Europe, obviously, but. It's just not possible right now, like what you guys were just saying. And there's no doubt he's a skilled player, but he just, like you guys said, just disappears in big games. Um, so I imagine him staying at Chivas, honestly. Do you do you guys think he would pivot away from Chivas? Or I think they ha- I think they have to have him in the starting 11, but like, like Chris, you said, he can't be like your number one. That's just proven right now. Another thing that kind of pisses me off about him is that like he's always... Like I want him on Chivas, right? But he's always entertaining, like all these other teams, bro. Like it's like it's like annoying. Like I don't know if you guys saw that 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 DM that leaked. It was like a a big America fan page, like DM him, and they're like, "Oh, would you ever consider coming to America?" And he like he didn't rule it out. He could have been like, "Fuck no, I'm not playing for them like ever in my life." Or like he was like, "Oh yeah, you never know. Like uh, things happen for a reason or whatnot." It's kind of like went viral, and then like he's met with like. Monterrey before and he had like yeah like he's had like transfer rumors all over the place so it's like he doesn't really strike me as like a guy that's Chivas through and through like if there, there was more money somewhere else I could definitely see him just like bouncing I mean I don't think uh, but for the record show I don't think Alexis Vega is a fracasado by any means either but it's it's tough man it's tough when you have the the publicity that you do and you're seen as this and you're seen as that and uh, not only in Chivas, but even in 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 um, Mexico as well during the World Cup, like everyone was like Alexis Vega has to show up. This is his first World Cup, and I mean he was all right, but he didn't score. Um, I don't even, did he give an assist? I don't even think he gave an assist. So you start to ask like, okay, wh- when is when does the ball start rolling? You know, figuratively, when does he start cooking? Like, when are we looking at the complete version of Alexis Vega? He's now 25. I mean, he's shown it in Toluca. He showed it in Toluca. He was insane at Toluca. And like Chris said, he came to Chivas. And it's either, you know, when you come to a big team like Chivas, it's either you fold under pressure or you, or, you know, you're a diamond. You know, diamonds form under pressure. And I feel like he's just, right now, he's he's the former rather than the latter. And it, it's tough, man. Um, and then especially, like, I don't really see this as a criticism because, hey, we're all human. But it just doesn't look good sometimes when, you know, you have that pressure on you and then, you know, behind the scenes you're at like they always see you at like parties 
and you always got the you're always showing off the Gucci and the this and the that. And I don't I personally don't care, you know, like everyone's human. Shit, if I made that type of money, I'd be I'd be flexing Gucci and shit like that too. But um th- I think those things really come into play once you start to look at everything as a big picture, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the posts like and I, I get what you mean. Like obviously you you can do whatever the fuck he wants, right? But yeah. like I've never seen Messi post like him in like this fucking crazy Here's a guy who doesn't ever show up against America posing like he's for GQ model or something. So, yeah, no, I, I get it. But well, let's talk about a guy who I, I'm pretty sure like 90 to 95 percent sure that Chris wants him at Chivas if if it ever happened. But um, let's let's talk about the redemption. Yes. The boy himself, Diego. Was it? I think it's Diego. Linus Leiva or something like Diego that. Diego Maradona Linus. Diego, Diego Armando Maradona <laughs> Linus Leiva. I, hey, I don't know if you guys saw that clip of Osvaldo Sanchez asking him post-match, which that was horrible. Well, <laughs> Father, you don't do that to a guy who just won a championship. Legend. That's Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, sure. Um, and so he goes up to Linus and he goes, he goes, hey, like, uh, um, did you fail or did you not fail in Europe? And he goes, well, if not, why so? And yeah, I was like, damn. But um, there is a redemption story here for Linus, and it's a little bit of poetry, and I I, I do love it from I do love that uh bitter taste that America fan. Sorry, Gary. Well, actually, no, you're wearing a Tigres jersey. You're a Tigres fan right now. So, <laughs> so that bitter taste that America's fan, America fans have in their mouth today, because two we'll get to the other guy later, but two of their guys came back came uh, well one came back from Europe, and won another Liga MX title. Uh, and and America still has the one, but what do we think? What do we think about Diego Linus? Is he, is this a redemption story for him? Is this him being like, you guys can count me out, but I have another ring on my finger, and and I can still get back to Europe if I want to. I mean, look, I I like Linus. I'm not on his jock like Chris is, but I like him. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, with that said, I just don't know if that redemption story is ready yet, because um, he's. There's no way he's ready to go back to Europe, and and honestly, he didn't even have like a great season, like th- with Tigres this year. I think his match rating, what I saw uh, uh, last night, was six point two, um, and across the games this year, I think his match rating was like six point five. Just overall, he's he's not clinical. He tried to like that that like half volley type of thing from outside the eighteen, like early in the match. I was like, dude, just bring it down, pass it out wide. He's just not clinical. He dribbles a little bit too much. Um, but yeah, I, I think he just needs to continue to get some quality minutes like he's getting at Tigris. Um, but those minutes should definitely be in Liga Max, nowhere else right now. Yeah, um, I'm like blind is his biggest fan. But, 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 but even I can't deny... He 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 was he was he was being he was doing too much yesterday, bro. Like you, you didn't do nothing in the final, like like, and he was like posting on Instagram like oh el famoso fracasado like like kind of like being sarcastic like oh I'm a two time champion in Liga MX. It's like, think this would have won it without you yesterday. If we're being honest, like, and then and re- realistically like how Garrett was saying like, it's not like you had a great season. Like yeah, you finished as like the starter like towards the end of the season, but you had zero goals. And Liga, like you had zero goals, you had two assists, and like one of them was kind of like whatever is, like in what almost twenty games, like 
you're pretty much averaging a, like you're contributing to one goal like, every 10 games and like you're like supposed to be like the star so i think and yeah like i also agree he looks he looks a shadow of himself bro like i remember two years ago like literally two years ago 2021 this guy was starting against real madrid starting against sevilla like and I remember he won man of the match against Sevilla in like the 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 Sevilla derby with like uh, Real Betis versus Sevilla. He won man of the match, and then like a and then during like like the COVID season, whatever, he started against Real Madrid, played the full like almost full ninety minutes. He looked great, and like he was like was tricky with his feet. Like he could like he he just would look confident, dude. Nowadays he looks like like genuinely like a little kid, like out there amongst men, like. He can't outrun anyone. He can't outmuscle anyone. He has like one move in his locker. Just like he's just like he he's on the left wing. He just like literally just tries to speed past the defender and and to get a cross off. And if he can't do that, the defender just blocks the cross and then that's it. Like he has no other move. I'm I'm like I I don't know what happened to him or like what has gotten into him. So for what he did yesterday, I think he's being a little too cocky because like he this is like the worst I've ever seen him look like in any year of his life. So. But I still want him at Chivas because I think uh, he would have. Uh, it'd be great. Uh, George, what do you think about uh, Diego Armando Maradona? Diego Armando Maradona. It's a dude is 22 years old. He's about to turn 23. I think he's still young. But in my opinion, you can call it a hot take. I think he's settled. I think he's fine with his career now. He played in Europe. He played for Mexico. He's playing in theaters, earning hella money right now. I think he's settled. Like The dude, dude played in Europe for what? Three years? He should be schooling some defenders in a Liga and Mekis. Like, you're playing against people that have played in Mexico, South America, like, their whole lives. Like, you should, like, you learned, you were young when you were in Europe. You should be cooking them, like, everybody. But he, two assists, like Chris said, like, he said two assists, zero goals in, like, 20 games. It's, in my opinion, I think he's settled. I think he's set in life. He liked his career. He went to Europe, rents money. He has a name to himself. He can probably go the rest of his career playing in Liga Mekis. Hey, and he'd still get called up to the national team every time. Being honest, I, I think George makes a great point. Yeah, he, he does give me that attitude of like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this. Like, I don't need, to, I don't need to go back to Europe. Like, I'm cool with being maybe with this for the rest of my freaking life, and I'm cool with my two titles. And even though, you know, I contribute nothing. You guys ever seen that meme where like you, when you contribute nothing to the group project, but still get an A? <laughs> he seems like he's, he's like he's cool with it, and I kind of like disappoints me because I felt like if he had like a great mentality, he'd be like. Like no, I, I needed to step in my career, but I definitely want to get back to Europe. But I'm go theaters or whatever the whatever the fuck. But like he just kind of like he's kind of like yesterday being like cocky, like oh, like you guys are calling me this, but look at me, I'm a two time champion, and whatever, whatnot, just flexing the trophy, and I don't know. It is I, I like how George said. I think he's I think he's cool. Like I think he's like just settled in, and then like this this might be like. It. Like he's just like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm chill with just being in Liga Max forever. I don't know, man. That's not like Chivas tears to me, Chris. But all right, we'll we'll validate your opinion. All right. Well, next next week it'll sound like Leon tears. <laughs> so we might have to go round two with another bet or something. Are you in an LAFC jersey? Fuck no. I would. You will. No. I would do anything but wear an LAFC jersey, especially on camera. No. Anything. Whoa. Like. <laughs> I don't know, Gary. Can't say it. You did, bro. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Leon's gonna win. Leon's gonna win. Uh, I'm gonna be there Sunday in LA, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vlog that. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're gonna do something for that game, and you guys are gonna see me screaming and chanting and celebrating Leon's trophy on Sunday. That's all I gotta say. 
So, yeah, as far as Linus goes, though, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you, he, I mean, he's allowed to celebrate. I mean, uh, actually, yeah, that actually reminds me. We actually have uh, Chris. We officially now have two Liga MX winners uh, that have been on the podcast. So we got uh, Hercules, who was on the podcast way earlier. And we got uh, our guy Anthony Ramos, who who uh, got a, a winner's medal too. So oh, nice! I forgot about that. Yeah, shout out to my guy Anthony. He got he got his uh, winner's trophy yesterday. So, but so that's Linus. Sorry, Linus. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he still has like Jorge said, twenty two. That's so fucking young. Like, what's stopping him from having another good season with Tigres? And and let's forget, he's not signed to Tigres. He's on a loan. Like. He Betis could Betis actually congratulated him uh, yesterday, so Betis could easily be like, okay, this guy won a, a league title with Tigres. He went back. Let's let's you know let's bring him back. Let's see if we can shoot him somewhere else. Let's see if we can bring him. Yeah, they like yeah. Hold on, those be like yeah. Let's bring him back in. Let's look at his numbers. Uh, never mind. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I mean, hey, Joaquin uh, 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 and and a couple of other Betis strikers have. Are really old, bro. Like, are they really gonna hang on for that long? And do you, is uh, have you guys ever known Betis to be like a money a, a club that shells out money like crazy? No. If they have somebody like Linus on the loan of twenty two, and they feel like, all right, you got a little championship. Let's see what we can do with you next next season. But I I think it's more on him though. Like how George was kind of saying, I think it's kind of like his mentality. His mentality. I don't really think he cares to like go like back to Europe and prove anything. I think he's just like, I've already proven the haters wrong by winning this title. Doing nothing. We'll see what happens with Linus. His story still got a ways to go. He's actually Linus is crazy. Linus is my age. I don't know how the rest of the rest of you guys, how old the rest of you guys are, and I'm not gonna put you guys on blast if you guys don't want to share. Twenty one. But uh, he's oh, okay. He's he's young. He's older than a little bit older than George. Chris. Twenty seven. Uh, you're way younger than you. No offense, <laughs> Garrett. I'm probably better than Linus. Twenty eight. 28? Oh, you you and Chris are the same age. Well, apparently. You're better than Linus? Yeah. I I, I contributed to as much as to the final yesterday as Linus. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> that's my boy. Uh, he that's yeah, like maybe. one of my favorite players to watch whenever you play. Not this season, but... Maybe you maybe the Chris jinx worked, and yeah, you did contribute because you jinxed the shit out of Chivas. And I think this was ended up... But let's go to our last topic for the pod this week. And honestly, a savory one at, at best. Let's talk about Sinedine Sidar reincarnated on the field yesterday. And not only on the field, the best player in the Liga, Sebastián Córdoba, bro. He's been running riot on the pitch. He's been running riot in, in between those, what, 100 yards. Been absolutely shitting on everyone, you name it, America, Atlas. Um, he's been running in Monterrey, you name it, he scored against them. He's been fucking insane. I mean, I think he is the MVP for Tigres, and he's probably the best player, one of the most informed players this season. And this, we'll talk about his performance at Liga MX, but the big question here, with the June 15th Nations League semifinal coming up, I know we're all Selección Mexicana fans, I hope, right? George and I are going to come out as... No, 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 Mexico, Mexico. Okay, Garrett, you said you're a Mexico fan. And Chris, I don't, I don't even got to ask you, the number one USA hater on the planet. Does this merit a Sebastián Córdoba call-up to the national team for June 15th against USA? Not only does it merit a call-up, this man needs to start. 
against the U.S. Ooh. Because if you look at our other midfielders, like it's Edson Alvarez, Luis Chavez, and there's like a third one that's always been like in question. Like it's always been like Charlie Rodriguez, who I think is awful. And I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. At this point, bro, he is not even, it's not even like a coaching thing. I just think he has a pact with the devil. Like I think he <laughs> sold his soul to the devil to like stay on the national team because he's awful. Like he's, he's a very bad player. He offers nothing, and for some reason, he's always starting, bro, in the midfield. So, him, like, if you're asking me, like, Cordova or him, like, come on, bro, like, Cordova. And then the other one is Eric Gutierrez, which I think Eric Gutierrez is a great player, but I think you can't have three, like, kind of defensive-minded midfielders. You kind of need one that's more creative. Yeah, like pivots. Yeah, you can't have three pivots. I would I would maybe start Gutierrez over Chavez, but I wouldn't, like, start all three, like, Edson, Gutierrez, and Chavez together, right? And then, like, so then if you think of, like, attacking options... It's for me like realistically, it probably only comes down to like what Berlin Pineda or Sebastian Cordova. But then it, like if we're talking about this specific game, like Orly might be better, right? Might be. But if we're talking about this specific game. It's like who is coming to this game like like in more form? Like like Orly Pineda was playing in Greece, bro. Like Greece's league is like very very bad. Like let's let's be honest. Like it's not very good. Like maybe two or three teams that are good, and the rest are like. Yeah, but like against like teams lower than Caretaro level, like let's let's be real. Like, no, okay, brother. All right, I'm what? No, a transfer market. Hold on, you can go on transfer market right now. You look at the Greek league. You look at the Mexican league. I'm not even kidding you. I think like 90 percent of the Greek league has like a lower transfer value, like player wise, than Caretaro, who's like bottom of the Liga MX. I'm not, I'm not kidding. You. There's like, if you were to combine the two leagues, like the eight of the top ten teams would be from the Liga MX, like. So Sebastian Cordoba is putting up better numbers in a way better league and in more form. Like, I, I think he should start. Like, why not? Like, you've already seen, like, Cordoba, when, he, when he's on fire, bro, like, honestly, I don't think there's, like, another midfielder like him. Like, he's good with both feet. He can score goals with both feet. He can score, like, he kicks free kicks with both feet, penalties with both feet, corner kicks with both feet. Like, he can, like, pass, like, a, a, and he has, like, he's just, like, that goal scoring, like, I don't even know what it is because he's, like, he just has like an eye for the goal, bro. Like it just, like there. So I, I would, I wouldn't like. You were asking if we should get called up. I think he should literally start. And if he scores against the U.S. and wins, then he should be the captain, and we should build him a statue outside of the stadium in Vegas. You know what? I I thought I was gonna have the hot take by saying not only be there but be a starter as well. But of course, hot take, Chris, right there. Yeah, it's not actually Chris. It's hot take. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, it's hot take, Chris. <laughs> but, but doesn't doesn't he have beef with Coca? Oh yeah, does he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, like like I don't think I don't think they really see eye to eye, and I think like their relationship when Coca was there. Actually, is it was he even on the pre list for the Nations League, the forty man list? I'm sure he was, wasn't he? Like like uh, yeah, he because I'm I don't know I don't mean like he might have not because I know Pocho Guzman wasn't on there and that was ridiculous. Not stupid. I... We know why Pocho's not on there though. But I I don't know, bro. I don't know like unless like Pocho Guzman like like did something with someone's daughter in the FMF. Like I don't know like. Right, like, bro, no, I'm serious because he why why is he not there? We're not gonna turn this into a Weston McKinney thing, bro. Like, but honestly, like, if you're, you're if you're asking me right now, who are like the two best like attacking mids, or like attacking like yeah mids in Liga Max, you'd probably say Pocho was mine and Sebastian Cordoba right now. Like, how are they not like even in consideration? That's like ridiculous. But like, well, considering Charlie Rodriguez, who's a five foot four, slow, weak, can't run, can't jump, can't pass, can't shoot. Has zero goals, two assists, and like forty games to the national. Damn, like it's ridiculous. 
Did he steal your girl or something? Well, he's just, <laughs> I feel like you got I feel like you got a little beef with him. He is not good though. Like Chadley has his level is so low right now. Let me see that Nations League call up. He has to be on it. But I think there was I thought there was even something deeper with Coca and him. Well when Coca was still there at Thetis, Cordova wasn't really playing, huh? Yeah, like No, like, he wasn't at all. Yeah, so like I said at the beginning of the season, like he wasn't really playing. Linus when he got there was like got benched to go like now they're like both starting in the final. I think that's pretty crazy and they win it all. I don't know why Linus is starting. Yeah, and me either. Like well, that's they won, so wait, they did my internet was breaking through. They did what last night? Oh, they won. <laughs> yeah. No, I just thought my internet was going bad. My bad. Uh, I can't find that that uh, that roster. I don't know. What... I'm pretty sure he's in it, though. I'm pretty sure he's in it. Actually, I don't know if he is, bro. Did, didn't we? We 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 put the check out at football right now. By the way, follow us on at Gavada football on Instagram. This is a perfect time to plug in the Instagram. By the way, no, no, girl, because he he I, we we literally posted a graphic of all the of the 40 players that got called up. We did a lineup graphic and like we had the starters, pictures, and then like the subs, like. Cordova is on the list. Perfect. He is on the list. You put him under Gutierrez. So, yeah, he should get called up. That's just a question. I mean, honestly, Mexico has been looking for a revolutionary number 10. And everyone thought it was Linus. For, like, two seconds, everyone thought it was Marcelo Flores. Hey, trust the process, bro. Trust the process. Hey, he's, he just got called up to U23, so fingers crossed he balls out. But I think the revolutionary number 10 is Sebastián Cordova. I mean, I don't think we have to bench on Relin Pineda either. We can just put him at the wing since the Catito's kind of iffy. I think, well, actually, Chucky's out completely. So let, why not put Relin on the wing and let Cordova cook uh, as, as, a, as a revolutionary 10? Um, I see no reason as to why he shouldn't start. I mean, left, uh, starting with both feet, I think he's the person that Mexico may need right now. I, I don't think... I don't think uh, anyone else is as creative as Cordova can get when he's really in his moment. So I think hopefully him and and uh, Goka can put the differences aside and uh, whoop that ass. Against the U.S. Against the U.S. Finally, I will be there that day. That that meme of Kylian Mbappe, that quote, I will be there no matter what. Herrera would be awesome on the outside. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, we need to nab him from Atlas and bring him to Chivas. And that would be awesome. No, please don't. Please don't. Yeah, bro, we need him. Let him go to Europe. Bro, he wants to play for the biggest team in Guadalajara, bro. He already does. He plays for the Bicampeones of Guadalajara. And did he even play, though, when they were, like, winning that? I don't even think he played. I think he was a sub. I think he played, like, one minute in the final. I'm, like, not even kidding. Like, <laughs> oh, whatever. All right, boys. Well, I think that's answered all the questions for all our topics. It's a fucking great episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to close out, Garrett. Please, are going to be the final images on your screen as Garrett flashing the Tigres with the Chivas mask. And you guys already know. We'll let him finish off. <laughs> Big shout out to George and Garrett for coming on. You guys were fucking Thank awesome. you, saying You guys already know. George, I'm we sorry. My condolences. All right. All right. But if you, I will implore once again, Chris, I know you got mad at me early on because I drank some Chivas tears. They weren't Chivas tears. It's just water. But I do implore once again, as fellow Mexicans, I implore, follow, support. It's not just it's not just Leon's pride that's on the line. It's Mexico's pride on the line. When you see me on Monday, I'm going right. to Carlos Vela, Chris. LAFC jersey. All right, Chris, if you want to lose to MLS again and you want your mentions flooded again, that MLS is better than MX and you want... All those USMNT fans in your mentions again, be my guest. 
The only reason I would cheer for Leon is because they, they do have uh, Fidel Ambriz, future Chivas player, by the way. <laughs> this guy's just scouting everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's close it out. Before, though, Garrett, George, I'm going to go with uh, George first. George, let the people what you got going on, where they can find you, TikTok, Instagram, wherever you make your content, and what you got going on for yourself, man. Let everybody know. Well, for now, just follow me on TikTok, Jorge Gallegos, the three L's on the Gallegos. That's where I post all my content, daily videos. You guys will see my grief stages about Chivas' loss yesterday. And we'll get it going. Four L's now. I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy, nah, no pain. <laughs> all right, you know what? Let me, uh, let me walk out real quick. Uh, Garrett, your turn, bro. To let them know what you got going on. Yeah, just a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff here. Cabra football. Quinella, it's over now. Appreciate everyone that participated. It was big, big really cash, small success. Yeah, some cash prizes are going to be announced on, I think, Tuesday. Um, big cash prizes. But, uh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna be back, maybe do some Leagues Cup kind of Quinella stuff with that, but we'll be back for next season. And I think it will be on, a, on our website, Cabra Sports. So... Uh, keep following. It'll be fun. So Garrett already kind of stole my show. So you guys already know. Follow Cabra Football on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and same goes for the podcast. You guys already know Football Asada at Football Asada on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. This is going up on YouTube. Yes, of course, for the thirteenth, fourteenth. It's like episode thirteen or fourteen on YouTube. But uh, yeah, thank you guys. It's a fucking amazing episode. I can't wait to come back and rub it. Another no one mentioned, bro. Again, <laughs> we're not we're not cheering for them. I know George and Garrett are. That's all I need. I'm a Liga MX fan. I have to. If Leon loses, Javi's got to start the first Cabra OnlyFans. I think us. <laughs> nah, bro. Let's pray to God Leon wins, and I'm not. The world's not ready for that. Cabra OnlyFans. Cabra OnlyFans coming soon. For the, that would be probably crazy. I'm sorry she's starting to imagine now. Not hobby, but like no. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, end this shit here, dog. Yeah, um, we've gone too far. End this shit here, bro. All right, boys. Thank you guys for coming on. And yeah, bro. I'll see you guys next time. Later, guys. We'll see you next week with more Football Asada. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow us at Cabra FC and CabraSportsHQ.com.